July 7th. Good morning. We are preparing this week to, to depart headed toward Peru. And uh, we're going to be in a, in a place outside of Cusco, Pitsik. And they, it's a small village. And outside of that village, there's a, uh, a small hotel attached to a conference center that actually belongs to the Methodist Church in Peru. There's about 22 of us. And we're going to be there the whole week, returning on the 25th. I just want you to know that uh, we are uh, in missions again, traveling, and uh, bringing them some money and blessing them. If you'd like to send a, an offering to the Peruvian church, simply just uh, contact the office of Rick Bonfin Ministries uh, in Athens, Georgia. I want to share with you Leviticus chapter 8, verse 1 through 36. And I want to talk about the consecration of the priests. Let me read a couple of verses, at least six verses. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, a bullock for the sin offering, two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread. These are requirements of the Lord God in order to consecrate a priest. And you gather all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. This is about a year after leaving Egypt. And what they're uh, speaking here is that the tabernacle was that tent meeting, uh, which is much smaller than the temples. It is the, the only logistic uh, building built by sort of carpets and threads, strong, strong threads that divided the holy from the holy of holies. And of course, the laven, uh, laven uh, there, which is water, in the brazen altar, which is where the fire is. And, uh, and of course, uh, God is requiring that during the consecration of the priests, you bring uh, these items. And I'm going to read it again. It says, the garments, very important. The garments is very important. And second, the anointing oil, also important. And then the bullock, the boo. And, of course, Two rims and unlevel bread. What is unlevel bread? Bread that has no yeast in it. It's sort of flat. It doesn't grow and become sort of a puffed up. You know, it sort of looks as if somehow it looks okay, but it's not as bold. Looks uh, looks uh, uh, weak in its essence, which simply means the broken body of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, and then verse. Uh, Four says, And Moses did as the Lord commanded. And the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which Lord, the Lord commanded to be done. This is the thing the Lord commanded to be done. And of course, as you begin to understand chapter, uh, chapter 8 of Leviticus, you, you, you have things that are repeated if you there's something about a sacrifice in Leviticus. There's something about a priest to worship and lead worship. 
in a place to worship. Uh, a priest to conduct the meetings in a place to worship. Sacrifice, priest in a place to worship. These are things that you're going to see in this Bible study. So, verse, uh, uh, verse 6. And Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. <laughs> I'm not talking about sprinkling. I'm not talking about a bottle of water on top of them. But he bathed. He, Moses brought Aaron and his sons to them and bathed them next door to the, to the laven. And uh, very, 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 very revelatory. It, it reveals the heart of God and the mind of God. Because the priest is going to sin. The priest is going to falter. But when he's washed, he becomes clean again. And so, uh, that's verse 6. So, the people come together. And the priests need to be ordained. Even though they came from Aaron's family, God required them to go through this ritual of cleansiness. So, and also I told you one year. And so, just one year after leaving Egypt for 400 years, God then now establishing a system of, 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 of cleanliness and, and holiness and, 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 and consecration of the body of the priest. Uh, what is the underlining subject here? What is the underlining topic on Leviticus chapter 8? It's preparing the people of God to understand blood. You know, there's a lot of blood in Leviticus. It's a book of the blood. And so, they needed to atone for their sins like anybody else. As the priests needed to atone for their sins, so everybody in the, in the, in the two and a half million people coming out of Egypt. So God gives instructions. Now verse 5, it says, Moses did as the Lord commanded and the, uh, the assembly was gathered together at the door of the tabernacle. Not inside of the tabernacle, but at the door. At the door. <coughs> at the door simply means that one million or two million people covered the valley, the median the medium desert. And, and of course, uh, what an impressive sight uh, that God established in order to consecrate the priests. This is the thing the Lord commanded to be done. He didn't ask. He commanded. There's a difference. The word commandment simply means, you have to do this, as opposed to, I think you should. And so, all of the princes of Jacob, the descendants of the family, the twelve tribes, were in attention. But not all Israel, for they were influenced by Egypt. As if 400 years of bondage, 400 years of slavery, it, it takes a little healing, a little restoration. And, and, and that's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We are totally, continuously being restored. There's just no way that we can look at our lives and say that we've done well. If it wasn't for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and His precious work at the cross, all of us would be burned to filth. 
So, when I, when I began to prepare for this, uh, they were influenced by, by Egypt. A cloud as a pillar of smoke stood over the Holy of Holies in the tent of the congregation. Let me say this. It looks to me like a Mount Sinai. Uh, God came down and wrote the Ten Commandments. So there's a movement from heaven to earth. And of course, no one approached the Lord except Moses. The people couldn't do it. But now, you notice that the cloud that uh, followed them through the Median Desert after leaving Egypt is in the top of the congregation, uh, the Holy of Holies. So you have, you have uh, the brazen altar and the laven, the water, and of course you have inside uh, 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 the same holy place, which is uh, the, the unleavened bread and the, the table of, uh, of incense, and of course the menorah, the light, the, the, the candles, the, the, the oil, oil lamps on the twelve uh, uh, arms of the, can, the candelabra, it's called. And so, the, the, that area, and then inside the Ark of the Covenant, in the, in, called the Holy of Holies. On top of the Holy of Holies, the Ark of the Covenant, there was there what is called a pillar of smoke. So God began to move from the top of Mount Sinai down to the door of the congregation to the top of the place called Holy of Holies. Notice the, the movement from the Lord to where He was and now where He is. Okay. So the cloud of the glory of the Lord was a pillar of smoke rising on top of the Holy of Holies. Let me talk a little bit now about the, about the priesthood. All the instructions regarding the sacrifices have been given. Moses, as the representative of God, is ready to install Aaron and, of course, his two sons. Two sons. Anyone that, a Levite that turned 30 years of age could be chosen to go to this process. And so, in Numbers 4, it talks about two families chosen. Sons of Aaron, priests of the Gershonites, and the Korotites. You have three large families. Sons of Aaron, Gershonites, and Korotites. If you look to Gershonites and Korotites, they were involved in the process of cleaning the animals. And looking at the animals to see that they have no blemish in them. And... The other family took care of the utensils uh, inside of the holy uh, place. So these are families that were separated by God of Levites to serve in the tent of the congregation, which is really beautiful. Now let's move on to another thing called consecration. In preparation to, to consecrate the priests, Aaron and his four sons bring their special garments, anointing oil, a bull for the sin offering, two rams, one for the burnt offering and the other for the ordination, a basket of unleavened bread for the grain offering. Notice the, the required animals. I want to call your attention to these requirements because 
when Jesus instituted uh, the table uh, of, of, of uh, uh, communion, He instituted the bread and He instituted the wine. Notice that the Lord is following the Father and He is instituting uh, uh, the same thing in a different way. The blood symbolizes the blood of Jesus Christ and the bread symbolizes the suffering of His body. But notice that the similarities. What is God trying to do in this situation? He's trying now to introduce in the mind of the people of God who lived in the desert and, and were slaves for 400 years a way to come out of the sting of condemnation, accusation, uh, and, and be cleansed and be restored. You see, when, when you... Uh, begin to study this and read this, you get the idea that the total, complete forgiveness of God upon His people require of them a different treatment. You, you, you know that the two sons of Eli uh, were, were sinful. Not the sons of Aaron, but the sons of Eli were sinful. And of course, God extended grace to them. And so the same thing, Aaron and his sons uh, are washed to wash themselves thoroughly with water. Aaron then puts them a tunic after the washing. Now what type of washing that you have a, a scrubbing instrument to scrub it uh, uh, per se, uh, perhaps one, a tower to scrub and to clean the skin, the feet, the teeth, uh, the, the nails, the hair, the ears, the nose completely clean and so there were items that were furnished by the two, two the, the family Aaron per se in charge of this to have them cleansed and restored now the next thing they put on a tunic a linen undergarment that went all the way to their feet it's long seamless robe of blue linen blue symbolized high royalty a long and seamless robe of blue linen, pomegranates made of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn are on the hem of the robe at in certain intervals in between these golden bells, meaning at the bottom of the rim you have the golden bells. Golden means made out of gold, small, followed by pomegranates uh, uh, made out of scarlet yarn. When I uh, went to Brazil for a mission trip, one of the things that I had to do is to find pomegranates somewhere. Pomegranates, right? Pomegranates. Find some pomegranates in the market and bring it because it was the favorite fruit that my mother used to eat. If she had two of those a day, that's all she would eat. And i never forget that. And so you have this long robe with pomegranates made out of yarn and a little bell. Why the little bells all around it's where the priest went, the bells would ring. As the priest went in to clean the Holy of Holies, they, if the bells stopped ringing, it meant they, they, they were dead. They should not go in there without uh, offering a burnt offering for their sins. And so, you have a communication thing between the people of God and the priest. But notice how specific God requires this. Intervals between them are the golden bells. Exodus twenty-eight thirty-one speaks of that. 
Exodus 28, 31. A woven waistband is then tied around the robe. Uh, a large woven waistband m- must have been uh, made out of uh, 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 linen and blue, purple, and, and it tight. And so you have, that is the undergarment that went all the way down. Next is the golden ephod, similar to a short jacket, made out of blue, purple, scarlet material, of the finest twisted linen that you can find. Exodus 28, 6 talks about how difficult it was to get that. And so you have families that serve in the, in the sanctuary that for years on end, you know, in Egypt, were preparing these materials. This wasn't just come upon in the middle of the desert after one year of just walking most of the time uh, uh, in the desert and struggling and trying to eat uh, 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 the same kind of meat, the same kind of bread coming from heaven. What this simply means is that during the time of, uh, of, of slavery, 400 years under the subjection of, of, of Pharaoh in Egypt, the king of Egypt, a family just took care of these items. They kept it holy, kept it pure from generation. It's four generations. Generation of a man, uh, it's, it's 70 years. The historical revelation, revelation, uh, uh, historical is a hundred years of a generation. Uh, the 70 is, is, is to the men. So when you live 70 years old, you live already a generation. And so in this sense, the waistband is tied around the robe. Next, the gold effort, which is a small jacket made out of blue purpose color material, finest twisted linen. On Exodus 28, 6, on the shoulders of the effort are two onyx stones set in gold. And so you put the jacket, which actually something like I have down here, okay, that went this way, didn't have any, 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 any uh, covering the arms, but it stopped here, okay, and over here was a long, like this, and on, on each shoulder was a, uh, a, a stone, and the, the word says onyx stone. The stone, onyx is a black stone. It's not, uh, it's very popular. You can find it anywhere you want. But it was set in gold. And so the brushet of, of gold with the large stone on the top of it and, and, and fingers holding it uh, <coughs> along was a place to write on it. And so you talk about a flat piece of onyx that covered the whole area of the shoulder and, and, and molded to there. And in there, the name of the six tribes are engraved on each stone. Six on the left arm, six on the right arm. Moses uh, in Exodus 28.7. You find this in Exodus 28.7. So Moses, next, <coughs> places the breastplate on Aaron. The breastplate is a, it's, it's a, a piece of, of cloth that is being held by gold of 12 stones. And these 12 stones symbolize the 12 stones of Israel. It's not that heavy. It doesn't look too big. But it came over the jacket. And most of it, it remained on top 
of the area instead of the bottom. Meaning, it was on top of your, of your middle. It was above the middle. So it, it fits something like this. Here, down, and there. Meaning that it, it was uh, uh, representing the twelve stars. And each stone had its own color. So, places the breastplate of Aaron, uh, 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 on Aaron. Aaron, Moses put this breastplate on Aaron. The Urim and Thummim are put in the breastplate. Its meaning is to bring the light and revelation of the will of God. Now notice that uh, the consecration of the priest now is getting more serious because upon uh, uh, upon uh, the breastplate you have these two stones on the side that is called the Urim and the the Tumim, T-H-U-M-M-I-N means the light of God in the revelation of God. The light of God in the revelation of God. God, the light of God in the revelation of God. So the priest would wear this, this outfit. While, while the names of the tribes are on the blessed plate over the heart, signifies how the high priest should intercede for Israel. <coughs> Hebrews seven twenty five says, Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come uh, uh, unto God by Him, seeing He ever liveth to make intercessions for them. It's a very important verse, and it's difficult to understand when you read it first, but as you begin to name it, and, and uh, I want to ask you that uh, uh, if you have your Bible, to open with me, because what I'm going to tell you is it's very important. Amen? Uh, let me open it to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. There is. Wherefore, He, Jesus Christ, is also, is able also to save them to the uttermost. Proclaims the, the fact that Christ alone has made the only true atonement for sin. Christ alone is the one who made the real atonement. The shadow and type of the atonement using animals in the Old Testament, it's not the real. But in the introduction in the life of a priest, which then would be blessing of the people of God. And so when you look at it, it seems strange that uh, in the same way, uh, it seems strange that the blessed prayer over the heart signifies his intercession for Israel and the tummy and the will of God and the light of God and and, the <coughs> and all of the, the attire symbolizing a, a lot of things. But the real, real atonement, it comes when Jesus Christ dies on the cross of Calvary, who come unto God by him, proclaims the only manner in which men can come to God, seeing that he ever lives to make intercession for them. His very presence by the right hand of the Father guarantees such with nothing else having to be done. Nothing else required. Nothing else. When you, when you take your communion on Sunday and you put that bread in your mouth, you are accepting 
the only, only, only sacrifice ever made, which is the blood of Christ and the death of Christ Jesus upon yourself. And so, notice the difference between the affairs, between the consecration of the priest and, and our understanding of the New Testament. It's, it's really interesting. So let me read it again. Wherefore, Jesus is able to save them, anyone, to the uttermost that come unto God by Him. In other words, for the uttermost means I don't care where you're from, what country you're from, what language you're from. If you come to Christ in the name of Jesus Christ, come to, you're coming to God, to Christ Jesus, you have access to Him. And so, as you study the Scriptures about Leviticus chapter 8, you begin getting an idea here that God is introducing all these things to, to validate you, to teach you how to approach the throne of God. Now, a turban is placed on Aaron's head, and on his forehead a golden plate engraved with the words, Holiness to the Lord. Holiness to the Lord. Now, the, 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 robe, the, the, the turban, it's tall, okay? It fits perfectly. But on top of the forehead, it's a gold plate, must be about uh, five inches by three inches, and it says, Holiness unto the Lord. Now you probably say, Rick, how can we have that type of holiness? It's very difficult to really live without sinning. How, how can you do it? You see, that is the work of the Holy Spirit. If we confess our sins, He is just and faithful to forgive our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. When, 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 when this is said, when Paul said these words, he is referring to cleansiness is the washing of the priest. Amen? And so, let me finish this. The high priest then is constantly reminded that he's set apart for service and that his life starts to be consistent with his call. The high priest is constantly remembered that he is set apart for service and that his lifestyle is to be consistent with his call. It's very impossible for you to serve God and then close the door because you're not called anymore to serve Him. It's unlike anything. It's not true. It is not of God if you are experiencing that type of thing because the call is for eternity. The call is until you die. It's impossible. And so, uh, likewise, Jesus, our high priest, ministering for us in accordance with the holiness of God. In other words, the holiness of God introduces in your life a concept that you can be holy. What is the concept and what it means? If we confess our sins, it's just and faithful to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Meaning the cleansing from all unrighteousness is done through Christ who died on the cross. It's not your business to clean yourself. It's, it's the business of the Holy Spirit to convict you of sin and cleanse yourself. And so, how about the... Uh, so Aaron's sons are brought forward. And they too put on their distinctive clothes and headbands. Leviticus 8.13 However, their tunics are more plain. Exodus 39.27 it's, it's different. It's more simpler. Next, the anointing. Moses then anoints the table, the tabernacle, and furniture with oil. 
you know, when in the days when uh, we had revivals, and people invite me to have revivals with them in their, in their ministry, I hear this understanding of the revival uh, as if uh, somehow uh, uh, you, you can go throughout the congregation and anoint the pews. And one lady asked me, why are you doing this? You're actually putting oil on the, on the, on the pew and somebody's going to sit on top of it and damage their outfit. Moses was instructed of God to anoint the furniture with oil, therefore thereby prepare the sanctuary for the service. The altar, the altar of burnt offering in front of the tabernacle is anointed with oil seven times. You're talking about the, the, the brazen altar where a large structure that burned night and day with, uh, with all the uh, uh, sacrifices for sin. So Moses anointed the tabernacle furniture and prepared us for the service. The altar of burnt offering is in front of the tabernacle, anointed seven times. Thereby preparing it in a unique way to receive the sacrifice of both priests and people. Notice the details. You probably say, Rick, but that's a little too much oil. God instituted that. It doesn't care if you like it or not. The Lord, this is the way He thinks. He, he wants to anoint anything that is inside. <coughs> in my days of preaching revivals and traveling, the first thing that I did is to go under the pulpit when I got there and check it out. And I found more trash under the pulpit that would fill a whole bag of, 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 of trash, you know. Pieces of meat, hamburger, pieces of hamburger, old French fries, uh, uh, water that wasn't new, unused. And uh, uh, I never will forget that. I went into Jerusalem, and the eastern gate is where Jesus will come. He'll align, he'll come down on the Mount of Olives. And then his angels and him and all of us will come in into the golden gate, which is closed. All the gates in Jerusalem are open, but the golden gate is closed. It's concrete. And so I looked around the base of the, of the large structure. It's a, two large doors. It's like about 30, 20 feet, 20, 30 feet long. It's a beautiful. When you are in the in Gethsemane area where the Church of All Nations is, and you look down as the sun is set in the east, you're going to see that turn to gold. It's beautiful. It shines. It's a supernatural experience. And so, uh, 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 uh. and I remember that, that instance where I was there and I saw it so and I looked to the bottom of the of the of the of the doors and there was a lot of dirt there trash there was a small about three feet uh, gate uh, 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 surrounding the whole area so no one could go in I jumped over it and got a trash bag that I brought it in and I began to collect and I collect the whole bag of, of trash that was at the bottom of the golden gate. And the police came and took me in. And I remember, they began talking to me and they began to charge me things. And so I said, I, I'm here to stay. I, I was trying to clean. That's holy to me. And, uh, and uh, they said, well, you can't do this because you passed on top of the bodies. And so I said to him, but, uh, but I want to share with you, I have an American Express card. And that was, that was it. That's all I needed. It's an American Express card. 
and uh, he, he didn't charge me anything. But he, when he saw the American Express card, I came to spend my money in Israel, he let me go. Now, so the altar of burnt offering in front of the tabernacle is anointed seven times. Thereby preparing in a, in a unique way to receive the sacrifices of both the priest and the people. All after the altar utensils and, and basin for the purification are anointed. Notice the, the utensils are anointed. So I want to stop here and uh, begin tomorrow again. I want you to know that God instituted the sacrificial system in order to teach us to understand the cross of Calvary. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for blessing us. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow. Yeah.